Recording? That's it now. Yeah, oh, I can always cut whatever we don't need. God damn, that was fast. Are you recording uh, right we should, now? We should hit up. Yeah. Hello, testing. Um. Oh shit! You're 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 going. You're going. You're already going. Going. Let's test. Uh, let's get Joe to call. Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> none of your business podcasts are going real quick in this. <clears throat> shock put. Like a shotgun blast. Like a one nut. One nut bust. One nut. <laughs> but what I. When you bust a nut, I think you do it one at a time. Do, do you? That's a good question. Do both <laughs> testicles bust or is it one that busts and then the other? I don't know. Hold I th- on. I we're think getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. I mean, you press record really no, quickly. No, I know. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gents. The None of Our Business podcast. We are your hosts, Keenan Duncan. Go ahead, Keenan. Tell also, them what time it is. This is also the Keenan Duncan podcast because I took over Joe's spot. That's right. Joe, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> You've been officially uh taken over by me this is now the keenan duncan podcast welcome everybody i uh, have my subordinate philly over here wow <laughs> i know that joe isn't in actually he's actually in san francisco handling some business yes right he now. is in san fran we're gonna have him come in as a caller in a second i just told him to call Long time no technical difficulties i know place. we'll see what happens we did a good two-run test and it came out really positive as a matter of fact this led philly to a really good idea that, that might be implemented later on to more podcasts as we go forward um hey i said we that means i'm included yeah uh, just a second ago you were calling me your subordinate and saying this was your show so i'm not sure that's okay I, i'm still kind of hurt by it you are but yeah, let I'm me gonna, rub the tip real quick oh, there it is. that's all i needed you didn't actually do that folks don't, I did not, I did not. don't get it twisted I did. if that actually happened it'd be more like hey what, what are you doing <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> You know, that's that's more of a natural reaction. Hey, that's more of a natural reaction. Now, when I see this, um, when I get really loud on my voice and it goes in the red, that means it's peaking, right? I should turn my volume down. Yes, but also I can I can hear that you're not peaking in my oh, okay. headphones. Maybe I should just pull away. But can if you want to, let's back? let's take a look at the. Uh, sorry, yeah. folks, we're over we're, here checking levels <laughs> like we're professionals or something. We want to make sure this we provide the best podcasts uh, possible for. All of you. Oh, now I can. Thank you. Philly's turning down my mic. I'm getting a little too excited because I've taken yeah. over Joe's place. Joe, well, you see what it is, Keenan, is that yeah. you're genetically built to be louder, stronger, <laughs> longer. Powerful. You know what I mean? You're, I you're just naturally voice. longer. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you're also <laughs> taller than me, so you know what that means. Only too. by a few inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this feels good. This feels good being in Joe's seat. I have now taken over his throne. <laughs> Joe's throne. Joe's throne. <laughs> that sounds like a good porno, doesn't it? Joe's <laughs> throne. <laughs> Bad JoJo's throne. That's a, that's what it is. <laughs> do you want to do an official? Uh, welcome to the podcast again, because I, I was dicking around in the beginning. Well, of course you were dicking <laughs> around, Keenan. Of course, I always dick around. So, uh, welcome to the None of Our Business podcast. We've got an interesting episode because we're going to have to have Joe call in, and I, I already sent him the text to do so, and he's not oh, doing no. it. So we did this twice, and now it doesn't work. Joe doesn't want I think because he might have subconsciously heard that I took over his podcast, and now he has to... <laughs> He has to be my Andy Richter. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he's probably in the middle of doing something like like he's probably like, all right, guys, load up the you know whatever he does. He's a, he's a busy man, very busy. And we're over here trying to like force him to be on the podcast. <laughs> yes, he could have just easily Keenan's just told us over. like, hey, I can't make it. Instead, he's like, dude, let me just get in on a call then. Well, and so we set yeah. up the technology. Yes, that's what's great about the crazy thing of this 
technological world is that you and we talked about this the thing in the previous podcast is like there's no excuse and i think he said that i was listening to it on the way over here there's no excuse not to be able to be involved uh we talked about yeah you don't need him like everything doesn't shut down. We did just talk because about it can't, that. like people can still continue, especially yeah, when there's more people involved. We had we had said um, in the last episode that and we did one of the problems that we've mostly experienced throughout our our, our history mm-hmm. and all the projects that we ever did was that people stop the minute one person leaves. Exactly. And what was our special guest? Shout out to our special that, guest last time, Ray. That, Ray? Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ray. We were best buddies, and now. <laughs> You know, Ray actually had a birthday uh, party. Um, he's he's a cappy. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, day before yesterday, and uh, oh shit, I, I couldn't totally couldn't make it. I think he told me to tell you guys, and I totally didn't. I was yeah, I didn't get invited. What the fuck? Uh, that's my bad. That's my bad, Ray. I take full responsibility for that. You can oh, kick my Ray. ass later. Well, it's okay. I forgot your name already. <laughs> <laughs> That was so bad. That was like the second time you met him? First, second, second time? That's the first time I met Ray. Okay. And we okay. instantly connected probably because we're both Capricorns. Yeah. And that he is in Ian, Ian, Ian something. He's in ENFP. FP. We're talking about ENFP. So, but you're super cool, Ray. So. No, no, he's ESFP. ESFP. And Joe okay. is ESTP. Okay. And I was. You are ENTP. Yeah. How can you remember all this stuff? Because uh, it's, it's it's part of my efforts to, oh, okay. to to control the world. Okay, and uh, well, and I am an ENFJ. Yeah, and Joe's bitch ass is still not here. Yeah, I, he, he even wrote back. He's like dope and didn't even. And then he's like, call oh, in. good, you're doing it, great. great so I guess we're going. just gonna have to wait till the, he'll he'll pop up on there with the minute he calls in. Okay, so well, we'll just go without him. So today we're retro gaming. Yes, this is gonna be super awesome. I think you pushed pause yeah. on the controller. I did. Did I sit on it? I can't see. Okay, there we go. Did you? Yes. Uh no no okay I didn't press let, pause. Let me uh maybe is your, is your controller on? Am I pressing yeah. on? Okay, pressing so maybe I have buttons. to click on the screen. That's what it is. Okay, One so Philly's gonna have to step away for a little bit. This means uh I have full control of the podcast. <laughs> oh, there we go. Nice back. Never mind. Forget what I said. I'm back. Guess who's back? Back in back in black. And back he is wearing again. all black. Yeah. So we're playing. Uh, oh, oh, we switched controllers. Good. Well, uh, so, oh, I just used the power again. God damn it. So when we first got this game uh, up and running, we we're testing out the controls and what the buttons do. And we both wasted our like superpower um, ultimate. Uh, what do you call it? Um, our superpower. Yeah. So you only get like a few. We're we're currently playing Sega Genesis. The game is called Streets of Rage. God you, damn it. You just, just did the did. exact same thing. And in this game, one of the buttons allowed you to call in for backup from the police car that would then like drop on like I think they were predicting the future because these guys have like military grade weaponry. Yes. And we're just some street cops. <laughs> and we're in all this 80s fashion, <laughs> 90s clothes. Crazy how they thought that the dystopian future, which was it's clearly it, New York, yeah, any anything past two thousand and five was <laughs> like total destruction. Everybody kills each other. We're all at war. Uh, it's just incest everywhere, just flying dicks, all all just going crazy and uh, flying dicks. Just, what game yeah. are you playing? I don't see the same thing, Kenan. You're playing. Uh, you know oh, what? What? Hold on, what let happened? me let me just make sure because I told Joe that we're on, but he was like dope. Maybe he's listening to us right now. We um, were live, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are live at the <laughs> None of Our Business podcast. Uh, uh, we also would like to thank 
everybody who's listening uh, and contributing to the show. We all really appreciate uh, any and all uh, there was a lot of dope feedback. There was a lot of dope feedback. Even though I cannot handle feedback that well, as Joe knows, and he'll probably get a good laugh at that. Um, that I I am not susceptible to any kind of criticism, which is weird. And I guess that maybe go for all artists. And that's a good uh, segue to my first question about criticism as an artist. I mean, Philly, do you? How well do you handle? But the things that you do, I want to be able to say about. it doesn't bother me at all, but I think I'd be lying if I said that what somebody says to me about my work doesn't affect the way I think about it. Yeah. Um, I think that's for everybody, right? Everybody absolutely. to some degree will go, Oh, is that what you think about what I do and how I do it? And, uh, then they go, they, they might think about the time it takes to make it and, um, whatever things you have to sacrifice to get it done and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there, yeah, there's something to be said about somebody who can turn the outside world off and, and, and basically what's the word? How do people say it? Yo, That's I true. fuck with me if nobody fucks with me, Yeah, you know? Oh, thanks, Ken. Look at Keenan being generous Is, with the, with the, uh, so with are, you, the, are you talking about masturbation? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you know, I well, fucks with me all the time. Well, usually in the morning. Egoism in some way is technically masturbation. Masturbation of the mind. Egotism, I should oh, say. Okay. Um, because it, to some degree, you're the only one that's ex- it's it's the same thing as that that uh that Japanese practice called ikigai that essentially says taking pleasure in the small things. And I <laughs> I'm getting the shit kicked out of me and Philly's just watching on the side. What do you mean? I'm over here backing <laughs> you up, you know? And so I've actually got something interesting that I wanted to bring up. Okay, about criticism. A gaming, retro gaming. You know, oh, we're playing okay. the Sega Genesis game right now, right? Yes, we were playing. Oh, it was called uh, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Also, the same style as uh, Final Fury or Final Fight. Um, yeah, it's like it's like the, one of those beat 'em up games. Exactly. Where you're too. You're like side scrolling and you're smacking around people with like kung fu moves. And uh, for anybody in the new generation, it'll be like the Scott Pilgrim game. So the right. Scott Pilgrim game is literally based off of every sort of these styles of retro games that we're playing right now. Are you still looking at your phone for Joe? Yeah, he said he's going to call in in a little bit. So. Oh, hey. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to eventually have our first-time caller, um, Joe El Guapo. Hey, did you see his email <laughs> signature? Is that why you say that? No, because he said that in the first podcast or the third podcast? It was the is third that one. what it was? Yeah. One yeah, day I got an email from Joe, and his email, his, his email signature is El Guapo. I know, and we are just talking about his ego in the in the Myers Briggs stuff, saying that he doesn't have that. What a lying ass! I'm gonna talk so much <laughs> shit about Joe. He's, he's not here. It's gonna be great. So so right. So what I wanted to say was, oh whoa, whoa, you, whoa. oh hey hey, grab my. What head I wanted there. to say was, I played Pokemon yesterday, uh, the Game Boy version with uh with Game Shark codes, right? So I basically yeah, I started off with like <laughs> Mew and Mewtwo, and you know I passed the game in literally three seconds. Um, and it made me realize something, man. And I don't know how you feel about this, but when, when you get everything to go exactly the way you want it to, how you want it to, it, it can be kind of depressing at the end of it all. Cause not only did you, did you get to where you needed to be with zero effort? Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's kind of like, okay, imagine the world was actually like the matrix and we could just upload whatever, like learn new languages. Um, 
upload millions of dollars into our spending accounts or whatever. Okay. Like when you think about it, it's not as fun when you have the, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He grabbed me from the our side. Our characters are over here having sex <laughs> and shit. We're doing a little two-step oh, here. Oh, the boss. Use your superpower. Oh, we don't have it. I hey, there it is. Hey, that's good. Because I good. died. So now, yeah. Um, um, so you're, you're asking a question. You're posing a question to me about. Existentialism okay. and having things go your way. Well, isn't that kind of like the like trust fund babies and stuff like that? People who are born oh, rich. And uh, you, you would seem who had have everything going for them, and if it's like easy on life, or I don't know, is that is that where you were going with it? Sort of like imagine if life went exactly the way you wanted it to. You got you got the car that you wanted, the girl you had in mind. Uh, since you died, you can actually use your okay. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, imagine you had all those things, every exact single thing you wanted. Mm-hmm. You had the cheat code to life. You could debug it and get all access to everything you wanted. What what would I do and how how, how happy do you think you would actually be? I think I would be happy for like a solid year, just abusing the shit out of that system, and then after I don't know a couple more years or so, I probably would abuse it some more, <laughs> and then after that, I probably go the the same route as um what's that rich rich white guy's name? Uh, Oof, there's a lot of them. You're gonna have to be a little more specific than yeah, that. Yeah, uh, he's the one that um uh donates a lot of his money like none of his kids are going to get any of his funds uh warren buffett <laughs> jesus how did i come to that conclusion with those two ideas in my head i don't know <laughs> but yes warren buffett <laughs> i'd probably be oh, like shit. that i use the power i'd probably be like that where i would be a, what is it called a an full-on rapist oh no a philanthropist what? philanthropist a full-on rapist <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> to no one, meaning no, no, shout no, out to no one that, on this podcast if they're a rapist. No, that joke. Oh, fuck, I use my superpower. That joke was from um, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," oh. uh, season two, I think. Uh, the character Charlie was trying to impress a girl, and he was saying that he wants he, to be a philanthropist, but he it came he out accidentally saying said he wants to be a full on rapist. <laughs> it's oh, that had to be an bit. interesting conversation. I can't, I can't believe it's always sunny. Well, I can't believe because it's a great show, but it's just crazy how that show is on its like 13th season or something. No, it's not really. Yes. It's even more popular than Friends. Yeah, oh, I guess. I guess so. I mean, I don't know what the. Oh, what the are, can you throw me? Are you? Are you? Ba- oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Keenan oh, purposely. Can see what they okay, did. so in this game, there's friendly fire. <laughs> yes, there is heavily. So you can you can like come in and wow! Just, did you just he didn't just stab me with a knife I with a filthy my, knife he found on the beach. I threw a knife in his eye on in Coney Island. We were in Coney Island. No, uh, we look like we're in Miami actually. I think is it Miami? Is Miami? We're in Miami. Miami? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Keenan, tell me more about Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Wait, what were we, talking, we were talking about first. It wasn't in the beginning. We we're talking Hold about. On, uh, so, so you're saying <laughs> that if you actually got everything you wanted in life, you would be happy. You just keep abusing it and turn. I, I would abuse it. I wouldn't because most people would say, "Oh, I would do all these nice things." It's like, no, you won't. You would probably do some wild and crazy shit, and then once you get tired of it, like all humans get tired of stuff, we'll eventually try to find new things to use it for, so we can keep our life. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Do you yeah. think the humans need adversity? Because it, it it seems like if things continue to go your way and it's all oh, shit, you need to do my bad. Yeah. My bad here. There might be something in here. Yeah, yeah there that's is. all you. Yeah, 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 get the apple. Okay, yeah. Your HP's back up. Whoa, uh, can't stop. <laughs> grabbing each other. Um, doing the two step. 
Okay, so. Ooh, we'll jump. So, oh, shit. Fucking Keenan. <laughs> That's the funny thing about these games is you can, there is some heavy, friendly fire in these old school games, and you can totally smack the shit out of your teammate. But yes, okay, so. Money bags. <laughs> so, you, so apparently, so, Philly just deep, uh, DP'd me with the computer player. Uh, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, that, that's, I feel like. Do you think you could honestly be happy if everything just goes your way? Not, not only for a certain period of time. I think after be, a while, it'd be I like, would say it's temporary happiness. Because then you know it's thing. not real. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, we almost need adversity to know that we're alive, man. Uh, That's what. Okay, look, I know yeah. it seems like a pretty profound conclusion to come to from playing Pokemon, but which you cheated, by the way. You said you used. The That's what I'm saying. Well, I passed the game <laughs> just before, clarify and that. I, just, I was like in a nostalgic moment. Yeah. But then when I got everything I ever wanted. And the game was over quickly. I realized like, I was depressed. Well, I was unfulfilled. Well, for starters, you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> oh, wow. If, if you're you like, to... I would never play Pokemon. Well, that <laughs> sounds like personal preference at that point. No, if you want a long experience game, you play in an MMORPG. I mean, you would play. Get that. Oh, you don't even have to play an MMORPG, which is massive multiplayer online gaming. You could play. Oh, Kenan, could your glasses <laughs> be any thicker? It's a multi multiplayer platform online gaming system. Don't forget your plus two spell book. <laughs> an MMO. Not to be confused with an HMO. <laughs> or a PPO. Or an or IPO. A or an ICO. Oh, I just took your health. Um, it's all good. Tip for tack. <laughs> But no, it was uh, playing game, playing a game like um, Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim or um, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I'm playing now. These are there's games out there that have a shit ton of content, so uh, too almost too much content. Where um, I like, bet you anything, Joe is going to time his call to right before he has to go on the flight. Sorry, guys, yeah. I got to go on my flight. That's why he's not calling it's, in yet. Yeah. He's in the, he's in first class. He's flying the plane. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna wait till the just the right moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm gonna hit him with a full load. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm an alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If if you <laughs> we talk shit about whoever's not on the podcast. Oh um, man. Joe's no. probably gonna listen back to this and be like, fuck you guys. Did you just use I, your I special? Just use my special. Um so yeah. Yeah, so um shit. Ah, fuck. See, Existentialism. Ex- yes. And could we be happy? Getting everything that we want. And my, my final stance on that, so I don't dwell too much on like random shit, is that I think it'll it's only temporary. It'll however it be like a few weeks to a few months to a few years, eventually you'll get tired of whatever you have, you know. And too much adversity is just as bad, right? Yes. Like when you don't get anything at all, you yes. want your way, then that's just as heartbreaking. Yes. In a different manner. It's like inverted. It's the inverted feeling of what happens when you get everything your way and you're just like, okay. Like, could you imagine being one of those really, really attractive people? Like, I'm talking fucking yeah, pa- painted on abs. Uh, oh, shit. Like we're, these fucking, dudes we're, here. Fighting, um, we're, getting... we're fighting the ultimate warrior oh, yeah, and are. shit. <laughs> that shows you how old this game is. Yeah, they, they chose the wrestler to be an ultimate warrior <laughs> prototype. That's archetype. Funny. And the boss is intense, man. Um, Do I have a power up? Because I'll use mine yeah, too. Uh, no, you don't. You shit. haven't died yet. Shit, I did now. There you go. Um, um <laughs> Did we just have a thought at the same time? <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Can we still do that? No. I owe you cocaine? What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing it, I swear. 
Keenan just did a straight line right <laughs> now. I'm going to report him. <laughs> you know, Superman was just some dude who had a massive cocaine stash. <laughs> <laughs> Clark that's why, Kent. That's, that's why he can move More so like fast. Clark Kent, am I right? Hey. 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 Uh, Wait, what were we, we talking, were talking about? We talking about existentialism, and I, my agreement that it was only temporary. And, and that, that adversity. Works, yes, and that it works the opposite way, too. Right, yeah, and, and then, so that's yeah. same. Okay, right. So can you imagine being one of those really good-looking people, painted on abs, super yes. attractive, and then people don't even like you for you. They like you because of the way you look. Like, right. I get that all the time. Oh, God, I hate it. <laughs> <And then laughs> you, you laugh because you know it's not and, true. And the sad thing is that then we have jokes like, oh, you better grow your ass a personality because I know it ain't going to be your looks that get you in like. <laughs> That's like, a real yeah, thing is. that people have said. And this is, I mean, it's, I just chalk it up to most of the stuff that gets spoke, spoken on this podcast is that that's all human. I feel like that's been going around since ancient Egypt and shit. I'm really You sure think there was some ugly ass motherfuckers back in the day going, you know what? Kill all that good looking people. I, I think so. so. That life could be even. And that's, <laughs> and, and then they wrote the Bible. See, that's how that came to me. <laughs> Wow, I think I heard something more blasphemous. I love it. None of our business. The Bible was written by ugly people who yeah. got no love. That's why they had the whole thing about marriage. You had to stay with one person and all that stuff. Because all those, because <laughs> all, all the good-looking good people, people were in fucking orgies and shit. Yeah, and they wanted in, but they couldn't get in. It's like you know, fuck it. I'm gonna write a book, and you all gonna have to follow it. I want to be loved. <laughs> How history began by Keenan Duncan. <laughs> Well, oh, Keenan, come on, yeah. Keenan, let me go. What the fuck? You made me use my special. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right, Joe, where are you, buddy? Was he trying to? Are we, should I I'm text him? I'm telling you, I texted him, and he's like, I'll call in a bit. Maybe this show, this whole entire episode is just going to be about our adventure into trying to get Joe to... to Wow, did you use your special? <laughs> so, Keenan, you and I both come from a time, and probably most of our listeners, but there, are, there will be some who didn't. Mm-hmm. People who used to go to Blockbuster to rent movies and ah, games. Blockbuster. Dude. You were God telling me about one time you, bought, you rented a game and uh, Shinmu. Shinmu, and I had to beat it quickly because I had to return it back to Blockbuster. Because you weren't about to just rent it again, right? No, no. <laughs> it's a one. You, if the game was really good, you bought it. But if the game was like fun, you just tried to beat it in the time you had to rent. And I think it was. Yeah, like a three week days? long, right? It, was it a week oh, or was oh, it a few days? if it was a days? brand new game, it was a three-day rental. Yeah. yeah, but then if it was like an old game, you had a whole full week, and you could rent the systems. I remember being able to rent a Super Nintendo because we couldn't no afford. No shit, you could rent an entire system from Blockbuster? Because, yeah, we didn't have a Sega Genesis, so we rented a Sega Genesis oh, whenever wow. we were good in our grades or something like that. Or No shit. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, nobody today will ever know i mean yeah we've got like. netflix and all kinds of streaming <laughs> and fucking on your damn phone and shit yeah our, our computers on our phones have enough power to fucking create we create any of those systems that we used to play because yeah. they were all like what 8 bit 16 bit 24 bit yeah 64 bit even we're talking full-fledged 200 systems are now on your uh iwatch on your like 30 dollars <laughs> like, phone yeah you can literally play mario brothers on your watch and it's just in full color. Oop. And and that, you know, I used to work at a Hollywood video. Oh, you and Hollywood video? Oh, my God. Dude, I, I worked at a Hollywood, Hollywood video. video. I can't tell you shit. how many times I oh, um, I truly indulged in all the benefits of working at one of those places. I, it, was, wow. it was right before they were all shutting down, too, that I got the job. Shit. And I remember one day just not showing up at all. Like, oh, shit, I was just really? So, yeah, because this new manager had come in, and he was a cool dude. Like, 
Fuck but he started you, he started getting me to do all the shit that he's supposed to do. And uh, I, what I didn't realize at the time was he was probably training me to become a supervisor. Oh, okay. That's and I was like, what's this dude it? making me do all this shit that he's I supposed know, to do? Because like, I had a poor mentality about work <laughs> back true. in the day. Oh, okay. I thought work was like, you know, like do you mean my yeah. back in the day? Or no, seriously. Is it recently? <laughs> well, well, my mentality, my you. mentality has changed a lot. Yeah. Nice trying to cut at me, but <laughs> no, I, I sincerely, I sincerely am way different from what I used to. Like, I was immature, man. I thought, I thought that you know they knew I was just there for the money and that they were, you know. But people do want you to care about what the fuck you do, and when you're a youngster, like 17, 18 that's true. Like you, you really have zero fucking skills unless you're like one of those kids who was brought up in a home that encouraged you to learn graphic design and whatever the fuck else because mm. they thought about your future. But you know, yeah, I'm the yeah. son of an immigrant family, you know, without a single mother. Nobody encouraged me to do shit except go to school and listen to the white man. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, all right. It's funny because I'm not- half white, just so everybody knows, you know. So, but usually when those when like racist comments are said, the, uh, you and Joe would be like, "We are a friend of the." You know, African American community, but when we say a white joke, nobody says we're a friend of the white community. <laughs> like, oh shit, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm a friend of all communities, Kenan. Yeah, I'm a global citizen. What, <laughs> what about the alien community? Do they have? All right. Uh, to, to be honest, alien. I don't know if I believe in aliens so much. I believe in time travel more than I do aliens. I know that's illogical, but it, it, that's just how I am. Well, and I think science might even back you up on the more because there's more legitimacy from the science community about time, time travel? travel than there is about aliens. Which and is you're saying so in up. the future, but not the past. You were telling yes, me. Yes, you can. Apparently, mathematically, I guess they were figuring out that you could that there if there was a a way to travel through time that someone might possibly be able to do it but they just wouldn't be able to go back in time and i think the idea of time travel is everybody wants to go back in time and like change things to make it better and stuff like that but it is interesting that not a lot of people say oh i want to go forward in time so uh, it's yeah. interesting how um ooh, do i have a super guess yeah. and, the, and, the, and the argument is that like if you do travel through time whether you're forward or back you might end up like, even though you're in the same spot, you might end up being like brought into that time in the middle of a fucking wall. You know? I know, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's atomic and molecular and yeah, God exactly. knows what else. You know, and they did a good job of that in uh, uh, that concept in uh, what do you call it? Oh, what's the name of that movie? Um, the Marvel movie. Damn, Doctor Strange. Because there's there's moments where they reverse time and somebody gets stuck in a wall and stuff like that. Really, I think it was more towards. The I didn't end of the see film. the the Doctor Strange movie. It was really good. If you're into like you know magic and special effects and stuff like that, it was a and trippy I was shit like it. Inception. Because I, really I, I I didn't see him in action until um, oh, what is it, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. I didn't see him in action until uh, Infinity Wars. Oh, okay. And then I was like, hey, that power is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I believe in the comics and Joe, if you. Are listening or will be listening or answer your damn phone. No, he's not. He'll be able to confirm. He'll be able to confirm that I believe one of the several people who were able to defeat Thanos was uh, Doctor Strange, and according to oh, in the comic book, but in in the the movie he was like, "There's no way." (laughs) Yeah, it's like you're holding one of the fucking stones. (laughs) In the I believe in the comic book, uh, there's one series the power that he was using towards the end where he had all those different Dr. Strange and he yeah. used that rope or something. Apparently that was one of the devices he used to it was feed like, him in, in the comic books. So it was a callback to the comic book? 
I believe so, in a way. But rest in peace, whoever's uh, Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh man, that must have hit Joe hard. Uh, okay. So okay, I, I want to talk about something. Okay. People get hit hard by people they've never known personally. Mm, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, like, yeah. like people, like it's kind of like when your team loses. Like, like people have bad days, bad weeks. Yeah. But then, like you know, you might have a family member pass away who you didn't really know, and you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't know Stan Lee anymore. But then people will argue, Stan Lee did more for me than anyone. You know, like his um, through my childhood. Yeah, something you can look up to, a uh, mentor. It's almost like a mentor that you don't get to meet, which is kind of weird, uh, but it works. You know, you, you get inspired by the things they say. <laughs> Excuse me. The things they do. There's a lot of vents here. Uh, does, the, does the control not work sometimes for you? Uh, yeah, but sometimes I, I, I move to my thumb to the pad, I'm, to the stick. That's I'm not supposed to. Yeah. I'm supposed to use the, the pad. You can grab that one, too. Yeah. Oh. I say, hey. Um, so yeah, so yeah. you're saying that there is some validity to the I, people, people yeah. feeling that way. Because in some cases, people's parents, that's their mentor. That's who they look up to. That's who they listen to and they give advice. And I think people like Stan Lee could be in, you know, E Hollywood uh interview or true stories or something like that. And then they're talking about their life experiences and they learn uh from that or they get inspiration from that and it might change their life fully like what might happen to joe so like i don't know anybody like i love michael jackson music but when he passed away i wasn't as like i wasn't I feel, maybe yeah. i'm just cold maybe i'm no, a psychopath no. a sociopath i mean no i, th- I think i'm i'm 100 percent agreeing because there are times when i think about like that too where i see on the news uh on my news feed and somebody passed away. And everybody's like in our thoughts, in our prayers. Yeah. Like. And it's like, <laughs> that person didn't pay my taxes or help me out. You don't pay my taxes. My, <laughs> something like that. And it's just, um, and then, uh, you know, I think about even our own family experiences. When you know, we had members of our family pass away, how can I really get on somebody's case for not being sympathetic when they don't even know or have met? any of those family members who have passed that I know more closely, Um, you know, but people do get upset about that. It's like, Hey, you should be sorry for me. You should be sympathetic for me. I lost a love, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's human relationships are so fascinating to me because of that, for that very reason that empathy isn't always easy to the, because some people want empathy in a certain way. And you don't want to come off as a bad person. But there's some for not having a feeling about it. Yeah, there has to be some full logic. Can I? You mind if I tell you a quick story? Yeah. Um, I was driving home from work one day, and uh, this is on Gage. If anybody knows Los Angeles, I got off the 110 freeway in Gage because I used to live in uh, that South Central area, and uh, I was driving down Gage, and there was these people in the streets with signs, and I was like, oh, I wonder, you know, I, I wonder what happened. And uh, I was like, I, I several things went in my head, and one of them was like, oh, somebody got killed by a rival gang or something like that, and they're looking for support or or whatnot. And they had, uh, and then another one was like, oh, somebody got shot by the police or something like that. Very common things. And the the lady was two two people were in the street blocking traffic uh, on like a Monday, Wednesday or Tuesday. With these signs of the person who died that was a family member of theirs, um, asking people uh, for money. 
And oh, okay. This is where this is where I had a real problem and a real deep thought about who like a I, like a value challenge. Yeah, right? like who, my personal values. Yeah, because the crazy thing was here's what went through my head. I had a, a, a father who passed away a long time ago, and uh, here I was thinking like none of these people who want my money and my support weren't in the streets with their signs of a picture of my dad going, Hey, give this family some money, you know, right. Go fund me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't do that. And I know a lot of people have family members who have died, who nobody in their neighborhood ever knew or supported anything like that. Um, but here are these people going out of their way to say, Hey, you need to care about this person and you need to give me some money as well. And if you don't, you're a bad person. Right. And that's what happened when they came, they literally walked up to my door and I did my hand wave. The like, same thing you know, that everybody does to homeless people. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. You. It's like, you, you know, I'm just trying to go home. I just got off of work. I'm tired. You know, all this stuff going on. Like, dude, you don't know. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, and then as I waved my hand, the lady yelled at me and cursed at me. And then the other two people that were out there as well with signs were cursing at me as well as they really? drove away. Yeah. And I and it really made me go on this sort of sad. I don't yeah, know, you start asking yourself questions like, "Am I a shitty person?" Right? Yeah, and I go like, "Well, these people weren't there for my family members right. who died, right?" And then they want me to support them, and then it's like, then I get all these other thoughts in my head, like, "Well, Keenan, why didn't you go out in the street and hold up your signs? Maybe they might have given you money." It's like right, I, don't, right. I don't, I don't. And really then you're like, "Why so. am I even going down this road?" Exactly, right. and right. it just opens up a big wormhole yes. of thoughts about. Who, need, who should care about who and when and where and all that sort of stuff. And, it's all fair. And then I was like, well, it's in my neighborhood, but I've lived in my neighborhood for 10, 15 years, something like that. Nobody's even nobody helped to tie your who, shoes. Yeah, right. nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who my family is. Nobody knows anything. And then yet they want me. It was it was just so weird that in my head I was like, how, how can I handle this sort of situation it's, it's kind of like method man said um in the song um what's that one song i wish that i didn't hear you shut the fuck up come on a little oh, louder yeah, yeah. in together in now. together now yeah he yeah. said something about murder rates tremendous crime is endless uh won't fill me till it's your blood oh, yeah. like you know like it's true okay it's self-righteousness on their behalf like they shouldn't expect it yeah if you do it good for you if you help them, good for you. But if you don't, it's not bad on you. Right. But and what was the need to because I don't know how much money our family spent to have oh, my father cremated. Funerals so are easily like two thousand dollars and cremation is easily three to five thousand. It is? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know how much I don't know how much. Actually, it was. I'm actually one of the one of the happier stories of that event. Like okay. I, I don't think anybody knew anything about like you know, cause Joe's my cousin, yeah. but he's like, he's like my brother. Right. Yeah. I hadn't told, I didn't tell anybody anything about my life in general, but mm -hmm. when my dad did finally pass, yeah, Joe actually started a GoFundMe for me and we, ra and we raised all the money we needed to actually cremate him. Within your family or just uh, within random family strangers? and friends? Like everybody who's at, no, I don't think it was anything, anyone random, but between all the people that did know me, yeah. they actually helped me. Well, that's the first thing I was, that's one of the thoughts that went in my mind is like, why are these people in the streets? Don't they have talk to people family, who know you. Yeah. friends, coworkers, any, any and everybody before the last result, even get like a, I don't know, government loan or grant or something. I, I don't know. That's very far-fetched and no, that's you're very right. silly, but it's but like, you're right. The last option should be people in the street help us, even though you don't know us. 
and and it sucks because you know what? I forget where I read the statistics, and you know, statistics you always want to question them. Mm-hmm. But something like one in four Americans have no friends. Yeah, yeah, and then Los Angeles is probably like way higher. Yeah, like, way way higher. And like I remember when I was living in New York, I looked around. There was people who are surrounded by people, mm-hmm. but refuse to go out of their way to make friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I think part of the reason people came to the aid when my when my dad passed was like you know because of who I am as a yeah, person. Yeah, they know you, and they know, and they you're all somewhat family. You're you know, close. like there's like love there. Yeah. Like ah, even I, if I knew Joe or somebody told me about it. I would have, you know, yeah, contributed. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, I do, however, yeah. every now and then see like a see a, a GoFundMe mm-hmm. posted by somebody that I know mm-hmm. about somebody I've never known and, okay. it, and isn't their family. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm always torn because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, because they'll like send it to me, and I'm like, yeah, shit. I, I get the same feeling. I'm like, if I don't help, I'm an asshole. But also, right. I don't know who this person is. I imagine this family is struggling, but really, am I the last person? Like, am I the result? And I, I'm just, and I'm thinking historically, and, I'm, and I probably am bringing up, like, I, I just bring up old stuff uh, to justify my recent actions. Like, I, I look through the history. We always of, justify. That's human yeah, we nature. Do. Yeah, yeah. It's and that's, that's what's going through my head. Like, do I need to justify why I said no? And do I, I should I have to to make myself be sane so I don't get into this well, it's moments, sad it's moment? Like, yeah, it's moments, it's moments that, that, like that, that really, really challenge you. Like, I remember one time I was in downtown. If I can share a story. Yeah, yeah. Or did you have more to the Jed Morty? No, no, that was that was that was it. Just bringing up that issue or that feeling. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I have a similar feeling. I don't, yeah, I have a yeah. similar feeling. I was in downtown. We were celebrating some, like it was like an extended friend of mine's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was within my circles, through someone else, right? Uh, and and we we're like we went to like an Airbnb or something, and we were going to be in downtown for the night just chilling. And I went to the taco truck across the street in downtown LA. And while I'm ordering, uh, I see the tip jar out there as usual. You know, taco trucks mm-hmm. and the tip jars right there. Yeah. And I'm ordering my stuff, but it's on a block on like 7th and I want to say Maine, something like that. Um, as I'm ordering my food, there's like a homeless man kind of circling the area and uh, just kind of in the way. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like just vibes, you know? Right, right. Everybody knows that we thing. Know we know those can't homeless explain. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, kind of muttering to himself yeah, and so yeah. that's when people like uh just ignore they him do, just yeah. leave him alone right our first instinct is just to pretend they don't even fucking exist that's the yes you know what yes. i mean yeah so apparently he took full advantage of that because the minute all of us were pretending that he snatches the tip jar and runs and nobody chased him and there's like a little kid who would like a, the, the son you know how taco trucks sometimes yeah, have yeah, the yeah. kids working in them yeah, gotta keep the it son in the looks out the window and he was like what the hell and like he looks at me and i'm like should I have should I, know, I have chased this guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, should I have put myself in Citizens harm's way arrest. for a tip yeah. shot? Yeah, yeah. For and, you know, he person. wasn't one of those weak ass homeless people. He was like, like one of those, those recently ones? homeless buff. Oh my like, god, I don't like understand he could that. Probably kick my ass or stab <laughs> yeah. me with some shit. That there were, some you know? secret kung fu street homeless art. Still, the question <laughs> yeah. was, am I a coward for not stepping in and doing the right thing? Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And some people may argue yes, and some people may argue no. You don't have an obligation, and so it's. It, the same, it's along the same lines of you're saying, like, mm-hmm. how, how do you, where do you create, is it necessary to create a judgment upon yourself? Mm-hmm. And where do, where do you delineate where your values lie? Like, what's important? Where do you say action needs to be taken? Yeah. In, and where do you say no? How serious are your morals? And is it always your, self-serving? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's tough. What would you have done? I, 
I just, I I just kind of was like, all right, well, here's my money for my food. Yeah, I've probably been like, hey, man, this dude just took your tip. <laughs> he went that direction. Yeah. And I was like, this, I mean, I'm a little bit of a snitch, but uh, that's about as far as it will go. But yeah, like think of the stitches. desperation yeah. of that guy to have to steal taco truck tip jars. Well, I'm surprised, uh, and I hope I don't advocate. No, go I'm ahead. Advocate, but I'm surprised more homeless people don't just steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was thinking, because I, I always have those, I have thoughts in my head. When I'm driving and I see homeless people or people who just don't, you know, they live in tents <laughs> or something like that. And I'm like, why don't they just go to the nearest uh, outlet mall, put on some clothes and just walk right out? Because, I mean, yeah. I, I, or Who's going to stop them? Yeah. Or why don't they just go and grab oranges off of people's trees and their lawns and eat that or Dude, downtown or, la whole foods has yeah. a big problem with homeless people and, and then they just walk stuff. in and they'll yeah. just like start taking shit but yeah. the security guards are kind of buff there but still you, nobody you, wants to fight anyone and you can't say get out right there's no yeah you can you can security, so, yes. so you can armed security people. guards have some leeway okay so um but is that for i don't know how public is public stuff like if homeless people want to walk into walgreens nobody can say you look homeless. Don't come into the Walgreens, right? That's illegal. Right? That's illegal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting fact. So the short time that I did go to college and before I dropped out, I took mm. a business law class. Apparently, there's a law that you can put something in your pockets in the store, and as long as you don't actually walk outside That's right. the That's door, right. you have to pay for. It. Yeah, yeah. It's considered fine. Yeah. yeah Nobody can stop be. you. Right. You know. Um, Accidents uh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally, accidentally <laughs> dropped this into my pocket. Yeah. This iPod somehow magically appeared in my pocket. And had I known that? Yeah. No, which is why, which is why loss prevention will never chase you until you've stepped uh, outside. That's right. That's right. Unless you're in a Vegas casino and you take yeah. your ass out. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Vegas plays by a different set of rules yeah. out there. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I totally understand um, what, what you're talking about. And that, and that question just comes out of my head a lot i mean i do think about just some of the most odd random stuff when i am driving the car um which reminds me i never i, I would like to save this question for joe but um since you're here yeah. uh um do you ever uh find yourself sometimes just looking at other dudes and just wondering uh, you're gay no, you just you just have that curiosity like I wonder how he shaves his balls, you know, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I wonder I wonder how is not so much how your pubes look like. I'm going to tell you, kid, if you're entertaining the thought of what other men's <laughs> genitalia is like, and, I don't know, uh, I just, I'm not I'm not like looking at their junk and licking my lips or anything like that. But I'm just like I wonder how if, do other guys keep themselves because uh, guys guys judge other guys looks and guys judge girls looks and stuff like that. So to what extent do they judge? Like right, they see right, a handsome right. dude, and like, there's also nothing wrong with being gay. By the way, I was just making a joke. The, the podcast supports the LGBTQ um, community. It's probably a few more letters now, but probably. But um, yeah, sure. Be what yeah. you want to be. Um, but do just, you do that? Do you look at Joe and then like I, wonder I don't if, actually. I wonder if he has like a. Surprisingly, I'm <laughs> one something. of those people that doesn't doesn't actually think too much about uh, the whole sexual experience unless it's something that's a possibility in my realm, like in my mm -hmm. immediate environment. Otherwise, I'm focused on like 
you know, morality and yeah. values and philosophy and whatever client like work I have. Quick no. Look at, no, 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 no. I, I don't think Ladies I'd ever be the same if you ever showed me <laughs> yeah. your stuff. I, I don't think I could ever be the same man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that That's changes what, men. <laughs> well, I mean, like we, we always talk about, you know, judging our dick size. So it's like right, right, if we right. judge our dick size, that means the person had to have thought about the size and shape of the other person's dick to make a judgment. Because you sure, can't make a judgment sure, without sure, sure. at least thinking about it. No, so, no, it's true. It's true. So to some extent, when if any guy makes a joke or judgment about how big theirs are compared to somebody else's. That means or they're how, thinking so about somebody else. That means they're else, thinking. Right. That means they have, they have to have a small You're inclination. You're saying a fundamental yes. area of thought there. <laughs> you can't judge without at least Without thinking. considering of others, right. And that makes you wonder. I wonder if women... Like, look at other women. Go. I wonder if her pussy flaps are as big as. Oh women my are. god! Well, I don't know. I don't know if they think pussy flaps. And uh, I know tight. most women don't like the word pussy either. They, most most women prefer the word vagina. Vijas. Vagina. Vaz. Yeah. Is how many? Isn't there like eighty different names for that? I know the the two words they really don't like a lot are well. The number bitch. one is cunt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No That's one likes one. that word. No, but I I never found out what's the definition of that. The the Oxford Dictionary. I don't know. What is the, what is what the, is the Oxford, Oxford? What does the Oxford academic say yeah. of the word C U N T? Because at least the word bitch was like a female dog. And so it still relates as a female entity. But uh, is a cunt a body part or something like that? Let's see. It, Oxford. I'm doing the research now. What about clit? Can we do clit? Do they, <laughs> do they hate the word clit? No, but it's probably called clitoris. Is probably so the full word, no short and abbreviation. Right, right. Well, yeah. Uh, so according to the Oxford Dictionary, a woman's genitalia, an unpleasant or stupid person. What? Middle English of Germanic origin, related to Norwegian and Swedish dialect, kunta. So a stupid, kunta. a stupid person. Middle that, low German. So you have to be a, a stupid German. My phone phone just said cunt (laughs) In a very pleasant and nice way So according to the English Oxford Dictionary It could be be a woman's genital Or an unpleasant or stupid person So it's describing their genitals? Yeah Like we have balls? Right Okay Right But what part of the gen? I guess it's just the whole genitalia Yeah it's clearly though It's clearly used more as a derogatory term Oh of course Like all those other words Yeah. Yeah So what is a non- Derogatory word that is still dirty, uh, like the like the word dirty. Like what do, the you, word, do you mean like like permissible in the during the act of sex? Is that yeah, what you mean? like like pussy, cunt, box? I I don't think. I mean, in my experience, I don't think I've ever come across any moment where it's okay to be like, oh, your vagina this or your pussy that. Like, is in, it difficult act, to say the word vagina? No, but but you can. You Doesn't can, sound as funny. I think people would more ascribe the experience to like. What it's feeling like. So no one goes, oh, your vagina is wet. I think people might just say something like, oh, you're so wet. Just like a girl yeah, wouldn't yeah. say, oh, your cock this. Well, some girls do. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think. Please I say think- that. We like that. <laughs> just say it. Just say all the. <laughs> I think some girls would rather be more like, oh, you're so hard right now, I think is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So then what is what what is some of the words that we don't like as guys? If girls don't like the word cunt, what do we don't like? I don't think it works the same way. Because, it's not a two way street. Because. Unless you've felt most mostly challenged in your life for your sexual preferences, I don't think men in general have had to fight for that. Like, mm. I, I think the only thing that could go wrong is for someone to say, oh, you have a small dick. Yeah. I think that's about the only only Achilles heel for men in that in that realm. Mm. Because, yeah. of the, because of the way society has been constructed. You know what I mean? Well, we simply just didn't have even even though 
you and I are both people of color. I think, I think in general, as far as being a man is concerned, yeah. there's still clearly advantages societally and structurally, like psychologically that we just don't, we don't face that women do. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Well, there's are, there are other words, but it's more racial yeah, oriented than it sure. is sexual. Yeah, exactly. Or gender based. So, so when you start going into like realms of like, um, uh, sexual preferences mm-hmm. or 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 racial status color whatever like that's even class like even class can still like oh look at you you're such like middle class like like some people can be offended by that true yeah well i i mean is isn't nowadays most people are getting offended by even lesser stuff oh well, yeah everybody's Ooh. not oh oh hey oh. he wants Wait to chime in finally oh my god Go ahead. Let me let me check the level what on you, Jason. On? We're at Joe Joe Cassianos, aka El Guapos, aka uh, Joe. Come on in. Let me test your level real quick. <laughs> there he is. Yo 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 yo. Joe, how's it going? Welcome to the Keenan Duncan podcast. Hold on, Joe. Just 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 in case. Let me just do this. <laughs> okay. Just to make sure, I had to clap hey, to make sure I can sync you in go. on the recording. <laughs> so you can cut my. Cut I want to make sure I don't know if it what? actually. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Yep. What's going on, my brother? Yeah, welcome, much. Man. welcome to my podcast. I am Keenan Duncan, your host of the. Oh, Keenan so Duncan you're podcast. taking over? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like that one. It's like. It's like that one episode of the Eric Andre show where Hannibal <laughs> Buress takes over. Yeah, he just referred to you <laughs> as, the as the darker, show. as the darker guy of the show. I'm officially black in Joe's eyes. <laughs> hey, we're just hey. actually just talking about like the moments when you go to a party mm-hmm. and uh, and there's like there's thugs out. Did we talk about this before we recorded or after? Remember when you go to a party? Um, oh, and there's no. That's before the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. In your experience, Joe. Yeah. When you go to a party. And thug music starts playing, and you're kind of in the hood, and there's someone more hood than you, but they're the same color as you, and you go, oh, "I'm not, I'm not that Latino, or I'm not that black, or I'm not, you know, like, you know what I mean? Has that ever happened to you? We're like, ooh, yeah. Do you feel uncomfortable around your uh, own people? You know what? Uh, I, I gotta say, it has happened a couple of times. I know I'll be there. Like, at a quinceanera, I'd be like, oh, "Whoa, shit. Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm not that Latino." <laughs> All of a sudden, he has those long, thin <laughs> boots. <laughs> That's the challenge of being American and, or like ethnic or, yeah. or colored. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Is. I it wonder. Is. It I, is. No. Go ahead. You, it, no, I was gonna say it is. It's um, it's the duality of of Ooh, being turning raised left right. in multiple cultures, <laughs> because obviously we have we have our. I mean, you have your parents' culture that you grow up with, and then you have the, your own culture that you're you're raised in. Mm. You know that you kind of raise yourself in. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, white people don't really. I mean, I'm not not to say that they don't, but, <laughs> but we like to but, say uh, that the new podcast hey, is hey, a friend. We're, of we're the a friend white of the community. white community, Joe. Okay. <laughs> We have my friends out there. Well, I mean, I could probably count them on my hand, but I have I'm them. Saying, <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it, actually, it, that's kind of fascinating. I, they're like token in my to- life. Token I can count white them. Guys? I can count them on my, on my hand. Joe, am I your token white guy? Keenan, you are kind of white. <laughs> No, no, Keenan. You are. Uh, Joe, that's just, that's just quiet. Be gentle, Joe. Yeah. 
No. You said if you're my token black guy? No, I said token white guy. White. White. Uh no, I know I know some pretty white people. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. I'm not I'm not in that category. Yeah, anymore. I know, I know. I mean I'm not close. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Okay. Joe, I got a, I got a, a deep, deep philosophical question for you. Go ahead. When you look at other dudes, <laughs> I can't believe he's going to ask you this. Oh my god! No, I won't ask him that. No, 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 no. He, he, he just, he just asked me, and I, you know, I had to answer in a, the way I could. But, Stupid. but uh, let's see your response to this. Yeah, do you, do you question? Let's shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Do you, do you question how they shave their balls? <laughs> I can't say that I've ever thought of that. <laughs> Uh, that's not the question that I was expecting. I'm telling you. <laughs> of course not. Can you imagine Keenan just sitting there at a cafe and he's like, huh, I wonder uh, how I, that guy shaves his balls. Does he use aftershave? Or a razor? Like, or, yeah. does, he, does he use scissors? I use scissors. You know how girls will look at each other and go, I wonder what she did with her hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I can't say it. I've ever thought that, uh, about the way a man shaves his balls. I can't say that. And, and, you know, I wanted to tell Keenan he should have that looked at if he's thinking about that. <laughs> I have, a, I have a more serious question for you. Uh, is, is it actually, you know, in some... In, oh, in a weird yeah, way... Say, oh, here I, we go. Yeah. In a weird way, Keenan, I'm not surprised that you would be thinking of the oh, way that other men are taking their <laughs> that, that wasn't the answer you were expecting. No, I, was, I thought he was going to change his mind. Fuck you, Joe. No, I get it. I get that does not surprise me that you have an interest in that. Like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder. Uh, where, where well, I don't. I don't. There. Just for the record, I don't look in at, his nether regions. <laughs> regions. I definitely don't judge you in Philly. So you don't have to look at me all weird like the next time you see Actually, me. Actually, I didn't think about that until just now, Keenan. <laughs> don't stare at me, Keenan. <laughs> Why? Look up. Look into my eyes. I'm up, I'm up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the shirt. Yo, speaking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just saw this video earlier today of this gamer, this guy. He he's like a streamer. I can't remember what the dude's name is. It was funny to me because he was going off on this on this rant how he was about to. I guess there's an eye tracking software on on computers that you can use. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. For heat, for it'll, heat it'll sensing, track, yeah. yeah. It'll track. It'll track where what where your eyes are focused on on a screen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was going on about this, this, he was going on, on this rant where he was going to do, he was going to show that he was going to show support for like women and, and watch this video where he wasn't going to like stare at the woman's breasts at all, okay. like period in, in solidarity with a woman. Right. And then as soon as he puts his eyes on the screen, it goes to the city. Oh, shit. <laughs> Of course, you're trying uh, to fight against. I'm gonna find that nature. video. I'm gonna nature. find that video and send it to you guys because it was hilarious. That's, it was like it was like less than a second, wasn't it? It was like point two three seconds. It's I'm, it's tough because because it's how men are like wired for the most part. I'm not saying that that, that it's wrong to sit there that it's not wrong or that it is wrong. I don't have a position on it, but like. It's weird because for guys, we don't necessarily have to be romantically interested or like we, we can be real, real strangers and still look at a woman and be like, yeah, right. Because that's just how men are. We were created to procreate as much as possible mm. to continue. Whereas I do notice that 
although although women are equally nasty and always thinking about it too, I do think there's a degree of like interest and attraction and and personal relationship development that it has to take place before a woman can sit there and ogle a guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I was exactly. So. Although I did see, I did see an example of maybe the slight opposite of that, where you have someone like, uh, I think it was Ellen had Chris Hemsworth, yeah, come through her like office. You just g- gave him a tour, and less than a second, these girls were all over him. Oh, probably like, yeah. like a dude would be over a girl. Well, that's like celebrity power too. Yeah, yeah. Because if he was just random, he would be attractive because yeah. he's an attractive fucking guy. Yeah, he's like six foot tall. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. 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 I have that's 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 the tall quality. Yeah, yeah, that's the tall, oh, the tall, the tall experience. Oh, I've, that's seen, such a bullshit I've seen lie. I've seen some of the ugliest guys, but just because they're, they're tall? not even in shape, but just because they're tall. I didn't get that memo. Women are uh, on a biological level designed yeah. because because taller men meant protection back in the day. So am I the proof? Am I the one? Am I the one out of ten that it doesn't work for? You are taller and, <laughs> and and girthier and, 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 and black, Keenan. You should have more advantages than us. I should have a roll of white women behind me, but I the, don't. You know what's funny is the way men can see uh, women a mile away, and like we can tell, like okay, she's got an ass, she's got titties, mm-hmm. whatever. Women can see a man a mile away and understand what his character is like. So even though I'm because big we, and black, they can look at like confidence levels and all. I like. Of- <laughs> I'd like to see him try with me. <laughs> <laughs> look at Joe; his overconfidence just yeah, permeating yeah. through. I knew there was something missing in this podcast <laughs> earlier. Uh, but just I, that dude be like, "What's up, guys? <laughs> I'm in town." I, I you know, you know, I'm fucking around. I, I was like, well, see, it, it leads into a question I really did want to ask you, Joe, and this is really meant for your call in. At least for me. I yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah, 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 yeah. But um, the question is how to know uh, when a woman gives out the right signs, uh, a stranger, the woman that, that you don't know, that you can approach her and that it's okay to talk to her, ask her out, or get her number. Or right. Like and that. say the story. Say and, the story. Yeah, so here's the story that they, I was in a Starbucks and I uh, see this really attractive girl go to the front uh, and order something while I'm already at my table and we share a good look or two. Like she turns and sees me. I see her. We share a good look, but she turns away. Then she goes, when she gets to order, she sees the whole room. There's plenty of places to sit, but instead she walks and sits to the table right in front of me. And I, I clearly, you know, check one for me. And then when she sits down, we have one more exchange look where she looks at me and I look at her, but no smiles or anything like that. Uh, and then that too was another check for me. But as soon as she sat down, she put on her earphones, opened up her book, and she never took her focus off the book or shifted her weight or anything like that. So I felt that was like an X. So I had two check marks and an X. And I wasn't sure what to do at that moment because I had stopped. I thought if I got one more check mark or one more confirmation or one more shift, look up from her book and see me or something like that, and we smile, I could then approach. Uh, but I don't know. And I didn't know. Uh, so I'd like to know what you would, and, what and, you, yeah. And honestly, and honestly, that's probably the best thing you could have done. Um, to me, it's the vibes. Okay. You just got to feel the vibe. And then the other thing, I mean, that I've kind of taken is you, you got to let her do it. I'm, I've never, unless, unless there was an outright like show, 
of them of me of them wanting me to approach mm-hmm. i've i've always just allowed the the woman to approach me okay. um, only because i don't want to be disrespectful to her right i don't want to you know i'm i'm just i'm not that guy <laughs> there, yeah there are a lot of dudes out there Hold who, on. yeah go ahead Hold on, guys. I, I'm I'm pulling into the Enterprise because I'm returning my vehicle. Oh, you're, Joe, you're doing important um, things. Joe is on a quest right now. He's questing. <laughs> you get an achievement exactly. once you return your car and like uh, some gold coins. So that means you're gonna go into the office and tell them, "Hey, I'm returning the car." That's right. Uh, no, but you guys returned. Okay? <laughs> He's doing it right now. <laughs> He's like, this podcast was important. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, he yeah, hung up he on us. Okay. And you know what's crazy? Is that sound effect is being recorded. Oh, it is? Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's okay, though. When Damn, he comes back Joe. in, we'll, we'll have it. So what about your take on that, Philly? I do have a story, and I was hoping Joe was going to be around for it. Oh, but, do you want but, to... No, no, no. It's oh, okay. fine. I'll bring okay. it up. Whatever. Okay. I, um, okay. So when I was in New York, uh, I met up with a buddy of mine by the name of Francis. Uh, he's an actuary, which... It's in re- it's relation to like finance mm-hmm. for like big companies. I think you like manage your money or something. I, I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hey, he's back. hey, guys. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. He's peeking. He's peeking his peak. Sorry about that. That's okay. Damn, even when he's not here, he peeks. <laughs> Joe's got that voice. He's got it. I think it's because you were you on Bluetooth or something earlier? Or a speakerphone? I'm not going to stay on too much longer. What? What? Uh oh. Uh, let me know when when uh, um, am I still on? Or? Yeah, you're okay, still there you are. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. Okay, we got to work that out. Still not used to it. Um, first, uh, I was just gonna share a story in relation to what we just talked about. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I was in New York, hanging out with my buddy Francis, uh, a friend of mine out there, and we basically were talking, and he and he brought something up to me. He was like, you know what's funny, man, is most of my friends are girls. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, for the most part, uh, and I'm not complaining. He says, it's kind of it's kind of good to be a single guy and have a bunch of like friends who are girls. So I was like, I I'm almost I don't even know if I'm capable of that to be honest with you because it's always interesting. But and I told him I was like most girls like if, if I'm hanging out with them, like they don't just want to hang out with me to be friends. And right. it, it's not it's not just like there's just like a thing. I, I wish I could explain it. You mean like they want to have a relationship or? So I don't know what. But okay. it's just, it just I'm just not that guy. Okay. What I will say though is. Yeah. Uh, what? Joe, Joe you're, you're, something's going on. Are, are you stationary? I mean, are you me, mobile? Honestly, to me, like it, it, it is tough. It is tough to have female friends, but the ones that you are able to have as friends, I think you have to lay down the ground rules without allowing them to assume anything. You don't want them to assume that that there's an opportunity for them to, and vice versa. I think it's it's very important for a woman to state the ground rules as far as friendship is concerned, because then a guy thinks he's just friend zoned and that he has an opportunity. Yeah. But if it's stated, you know, between the two, there's no, there's no room for error. I agree with that. And, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 just, and go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and if, and if, um, for whatever reason it does happen just because of, you know, like, fucking, like if like if chemistry. like if my pee if my know, pee accidentally falls biology. into their V. 
Yeah, just like your manga book. Biology, because it's just inevitable. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes it easier because you you could say, well, we we understood what was going on here. We said that we weren't. But you did it anyway. So to me, it makes it that much more that much easier. Right. Okay. And then let me just finish tying it back to what yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Keenan. Um, and so what happened was he told me, and funny enough, having all those girls as my friends, Francis tells me, they all complain about the same thing that guys don't walk up to girls anymore. Mm. That it's because of because of Tinder and Bumble and Plenty of Fish and uh, I don't know if Coffee Meets Bagel or whatever else yeah. whatever, whatever apps are out there. Because of that, girls no longer really have guys coming up to them. I'm sure they have like the like the, the douchebags. The douchebags do that. Yeah, yeah, but for the most part, like real classy guys. Yeah, yeah. We stay in the shadows. Don't go up to girls anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so, so it's a catch twenty two because yeah, you're right. How do you determine? You know what? What moment is right? Right. I I would say after that second moment, um, that would that was probably the most opportune time. Uh, but it is tough, it was, and yeah. girls know that it's tough. Yes, but at the same time, we tend to misread. Yes, especially you know, me, we, we, ladies we and gentlemen. Tend, as men, we tend to misread whether you know if something was an act, what was flirtation or if it was just being nice. And you and know, and I, yeah, like, and it's probably the 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 pretense behind it that's important to disclose. Like he could have waved her on the second one. I could have, yeah. And then if she returned that, that would have been an opportunity. You don't have to walk all the way up, but even a wave or a hi. That's I remember right. one time when I was a kid, I was on the bus. A girl looked at me, and I I looked and smiled back, and that's when I knew it was ready to go. But you got that killer smile, really. <laughs> hey, I'm just tall and black. I don't have that, <laughs> that smile yet. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I have been I have been accused. Yeah. Of assuming that the world is different. I mean, the same, the same for attractive people that as it is. You're, like, you're, you're one of those people we talked about in the beginning of this podcast. The super over attractive with like the spray on abs and shit. Joe, do you, do you think there's a difference between people who are attractive and like their killer smiles and and you know other people? The charisma. Really... <laughs> yeah. Joe, what are you doing right now? What is going on in the background? There's a lot of shifty shuffly a lot of activity yeah i'm gonna have to turn you off joe are you are you in the no i'm i just okay i'll give you i just dropped off uh my my uh rental car rental joe's on the field doing his weather report it is because they're not paying us they're not paying what but uh but i just i said i just dropped off my rental at the car rental place i'm not going to say which rental place it is because they don't pay us Whoa. Oh, right. You're saying you're not going to name drop them. Gotcha. Okay. Are they doing shady stuff? But too? I just stopped it off. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm on the shuttle right now on the way to Oakland Airport. Oh, oh right. So, so, you're, so you're, leaving, you're leaving the Bay and coming back to LA. He's in the Bay. He's in the Yay area. Oh, yeah. Make my trip back to LA. You know. Now, do they call... have to come out here for some business. And, uh, some business. I'm glad that you guys were able to take over and. And hold oh, it down he appreciates me taking over. He said the word "take over." I like that, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for letting me take over. I feel I feel weird being in your seat, though. I I feel this huge aura of like energy coming from where you used to sit. <laughs> are you, Are you sitting in my spot? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you feel the power? Yes, I'm like, was it Goku or something like that? Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling this power. Nah, this power not, that you're talking not. of. Um, I must be. I must be on a different level. I'm not feeling these vibes. <laughs> yeah. 
no, Joe, uh, we do wish you a safe return, man. I, I, I'm, yes. I, we were talking about this earlier in the podcast. We're happy that we were able to keep it going, even though that you weren't around, because we had talked about that in the last podcast. Hmm. Right. Well, you, I mean, you guys know how I feel about about if we have a project that we're working on together. And I mean, you guys know my sentiment on that. Right. Right. I've said it before. Just because one of us can't make it doesn't mean that we can't go on. Exactly. And, uh, and now I can. And I'm glad that you guys are here. I can talk can as much it. as I want. I don't have to feel like an Andy Richter. <laughs> I can take control. I can pretend to be the boss for like two seconds. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm not gonna ask what you guys have been talking about. I'm just gonna listen to the <laughs> cast. You know. Well, was uh, it? Would you say like any other listener? We definitely talk shit about you. That's we, for sure. We, we did spend at least five, just, ten minutes talking shit about you. I, I just wanted to chime in and make sure uh, that uh, make sure everyone knew my my presence. Yes, Joe. Joe is not going away at all. He's not being canceled. Jay Leno's not taking over. It's just uh, we're we're having some human technical difficulties. Hey, Joe. And he'll be back. Yo. Hey, Joe, before you go, what's up with the song "Sunflower"? Uh, is that is that that's like a that's like a song that's out there with um, Post Malone, right? I wish I was there to talk about this. Okay. Wait, what happened? What's going on? <laughs> uh, this Sunshine is a song. It's, uh, it's by, by uh, Post Malone. And you and like it? Of the Ray Streamer. Oh, okay. Uh, I have to be back here. Um, so it's it's a song that's on the uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Ah. Uh, it's used prominently throughout the movie. And it's just like, it's such a good song. Like, the way it was composed, the way does it make it you wet? Together, it's a great song. It's, the vibes are there. The vibes are definitely there. Think, so uh, it gets you dripping. If you guys get a chance, <laughs> maybe maybe you put it on for for a Juices couple seconds. Flowing. You know, like what's like ten second little clip. Um, if we are allowed to do that, but uh, I don't think we it's, are. It's not legally. Oh, yeah. Even uh, even the way it starts, it's just a great song. Um, I recommend anybody. I don't think you can hear this. We can probably talk so much shit right now. We yeah, love, we and, love uh, you, Joe. I mean, my son's in love with yeah. it. My daughter's a year old, and she's just, every time it comes on, she's just, she's known that. Gotcha. Uh, I, the other day, I was able to put her to sleep, sitting up while cupping her ears as the song was playing. It was amazing. Uh, so that's yeah, nice. It's, it's, so it's, technically, it makes you feel super special, and everybody loves the song. It's a feel-good song. It's oh, an okay. absolute feel, feel-good song. How good does it make uh, you feel? <laughs> how, good does it, how good does it make you feel? Oh, super good. Like, just that vibe, man. I'm telling you. You <laughs> toss it on and... What, what kind of vibe? Feel it. Describe, describe it to it's us. In, you, well, you know, I was gonna, I, I was gonna make some really. I don't know what you're trying to. I don't know what you're trying to get out of. We were gonna make inappropriate jokes, but as soon as you started dropping your family I know, into it, like, yeah, kind of weird. I'm not gonna take it there. I know. I, I joke around with Joe so much that he knows when I'm trying to like do some stupid shit, which everybody in the audience should know. When I ask questions that relate to genital shaving. They, it's just it, a joke. It's literally just me being me. I mean, that's a nice safe, Kenan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you get past that whole part, All right, guys. yeah. All right, Jason. Oh, at the airport. I'm All right. Coming to the terminal. Hey, we'll see you back uh, in you know, LA. I'll, I'll be back with everyone next week. We got a special guest. Uh, I got a 
uh, figure out who it was. I can't remember who it is. But we got a special guest next week. Guys, super, super keep special. It, keep it pushing. For so, sure. Uh, so special. I don't even know about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. We love you, Joe. Get home safely, man. I uh, love y'all. Thank Cheers. you. Keep pushing. Yeah. All right. Peace. And he is out. He is out. Yes. <laughs> Joe is out. We're going to start doing the podcast without him. That didn't yeah. work out too no. well. <laughs> Joe, you're officially out. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so your 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 take on the matter, um, it, it seems, it, it, at least both your takes on the matter, and this, this is sort of an issue that I, I've dealt with for many years, where it's sort of the... Understanding the, the signals? Yeah, it's the label of the nice guy. I, I agree with Joe. Like, we can't go around assuming a girl's interested in us. Right, right, right. Um, and, and vice, I guess vice versa. Or some, some of the lines were, if you just give a wink and a smile, that that can't be it. That can't be the, you have to, there has to be more than just something beyond subtle. You I, know also, what I, mean? I also think the problem with that today is that the, the intention is is being assumed by both parties. I mean, I think so. Like for every girl to be out there and assuming that every guy wants to sleep with them, like, it's may, like come on, maybe <laughs> no, but but like may, maybe she's just reading an interesting book and you're like, hey, you know what? I read that before. Yeah. What do you think of it? Or you still have the old school headphones. I've tried using the uh, the Apple Pods and it's not working. Like you just want to get to know someone person mm-hmm. to person. Yeah. I think it's totally possible to look at someone, regardless whether they're the opposite sex or not, and say that person looks interesting to me. I want to go say hi. Think of the most charismatic people that you like walk into a into a cafe and the first thing they do is they let everybody know the order that they're taking and they're like, I swear I'll I have I, yeah, they're really and that, loud. May, that may be yeah. the best way to socially engineer yourself into a position where you can strike up a conversation by being the person who lights the room up. Uh, can I give you another scenario that might might be a little bit Cause, helpful? Yeah, because it happens to me all the time. Well, it d- literally just happened to me just now. I just went down the street to get some coffee, and there was this really another really attractive lady, but she did look kind of young, so I wasn't sure on the phone. <laughs> Are but, you legal, baby? <laughs> was that an R. Kelly song? No, oh, okay. it should be. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, uh, she was on the phone and talking, but we shared at least four or five looks, and I know I turned around, and she turned around and saw me. That's already too many it, looks, Keenan. Well, I didn't say an amount. I just said you said four or five looks. I did. Yeah. Damn. Go on. <laughs> Go on. You told us the truth, Keenan. I did. Um, no, it was just. Uh, you needed more signals. <laughs> I get. I guess so. For me, it was like it's it's scary. It for me, yeah, it, it was. Is. It was just like because um, there's there's more than just the fear of rejection. Because in my mind, the thought is the moment I approach and say something, I sound like, "Hey, uh, I want to put my dick in you. Give me your number." Which might be true, but maybe that's the issue. Hmm. It's the fact that that's the thought that's running through your head as opposed to, as opposed to you should, we should all be approaching people as, as follows. I think that I know I shouldn't be trying to preach a gospel here, but I yeah. think it helps if we approach people and we go like, I wonder if this person is just interesting to have in my life in general. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that at first looks, right. I mean, she's just on the phone. She looks like she's working or cause she has like paint. On arms and overalls and stuff, and this truck is here One of those RTD loading people, in. Right, well, the, right. there's a truck there loading in stuff, so I don't know if she's helping loading in. And that, I I could ask her, but it's like I I first have to walk up to her, interrupt her call, and then somehow get her number. Okay, I don't so know. I don't so know. so so you see, so so I think 
I think they're in, okay, I understand that there might be some time constraints. Like let's say you're walking down the street and you see somebody and you really want to get to know them and it's based off attraction. If it really is based off that way, mm. I think honesty is the best policy, right? And and you'll know. If they gave you a few looks, you walk up and you say, wow, you know, I'm not sure what you're like every other day. For whatever reason today, I happen to think you're the, you're the most beautiful thing I've seen all day, Right. That's just it. Don't have an expectation of them. They might just say, oh, thank you. I have a boyfriend, mm. whatever. But the point is you got your objective across. You know, if you, if you walk up to me, you're like, how I, hi, I hope that if by me telling you that you're beautiful, you'll want to sleep with me. That's a different thing. Yeah. yeah it, so yeah. I think it's the expectation and the honesty that needs to be there. You need to manage your expectation and realize mm. that nobody's just going to sleep with you. Like on a porno, like, excuse me, <laughs> did you order this coffee? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not gonna go there. But it, but it, but if you want to, if you want to establish contact and say, "Wow, if I if I come back, mm. will you still be here so that I could be friends with you?" Just in general, because I think I think people misconstrue attraction for what's. Have I ever Perse told you the story of the accountant and the flamenco guitarist? Ooh, it sounds super familiar, and I want to say yes, but. I guess for these purposes, and then whoever's listening, uh, by all means, let you me know. You think I should share it? Because uh, it's really relative. It's really relative. Re relevant. To like what, it's only going. meant for me or something. No, no, it's relevant for for your situation. I right think now. others might benefit. I mean, maybe the people who listen to this have no problem like I do, but okay. there might be somebody out there. All right, I've never actually had this recorded, so it's going to be fascinating. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, this okay. is all something I only do when I'm like talking to people hanging out. Oh. So I've never done this on a recorded anything. Do you, do you no, think it's you fine. should? No, it's fine. Oh, okay. It's fine. Hey, because well, you're here for here first uh, first time here. Anybody who listened for an hour and 16 minutes is in well, it deserves it. Deserves to be yeah. rewarded with this. Okay. okay. Here we go. So keep in mind that this is this is this is related to attraction. Okay. Okay. So there's this accountant, let's call her Mary. Okay, Mary. And her day is the same for the last three years. She shows up at the office. She gets down with the get down, crunches the numbers and goes on. And one day her coworkers are all kind of looking at her in the distance at the cubicle and going, shit, you know what? Let's invite her out. Hey, uh, Mary, you want to come out to the, uh, to drink, drink night with us? And she, she looks around like Mary, like who me? Yeah. You Mary. She's like, yeah, sure. She's like blown away because clearly she doesn't have a social life. Mm. So she goes out with the, with her coworkers for the first time. And, uh, you know, they get there. It's a Cabo Cantina fucking kind of place. You know what okay. I mean? And, uh, and it happens to be a flamenco guitarist night. Mm. So there's going to be live music. Uh, and it turns out one of the coworkers actually knows the band. So after the band plays their set, uh, the coworker goes and introduces all the coworkers to the band and they're all like mingling and the band's like, yo, come out with us patio. It's got the little heaters. We'll be fine. So in that moment, through all that, Mary actually meets Carlos, the lead guitarist. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Carlos is one of those fucking hello, let me help you. And he's got the fucking, the brooding with the guitar thing. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, Ooh, Carlos Spanish <laughs> mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And so they hit it off, man. The whole night's crazy. They're throwing drinks back, the ambiance of the patio with the with the little heaters next to them. And she's like, wow. So at the end of the night, of course, she's like, so should we exchange numbers? And Carlos is like, of course. Mm -hmm. And so they exchange contact and she goes home fucking happy. You know, she's like, okay, okay, he'll call me tomorrow or who knows. He doesn't call her tomorrow. And she's like, it's okay, it's okay. 
three day rule, right? It's yeah, like yeah, unspoken. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about it, but you wait for three days or something like that. Yeah. Um, three days go by and he doesn't call. And uh, like a week goes by, he doesn't call after that. And she tried like visualizing and you know, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. But at that point it wasn't working and she was kind of bitter again. She was back at the office and she's just doing her fucking life again. And she's like, you know what? Hell no. I'm going to go back to that place. And if I run into him, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Okay. So she goes without the coworkers. And sure enough, it's a flamenco night, but it's a different band. Mm. She grabs a drink. She ends up getting the courage to go introduce herself to the band after their set. And they invite her back to the patio, just like the other band. There's no Carlos this time. There's Rodrigo or something, but you know, they go out to the back of the patio with the heater and they're throwing drinks back and she's laughing. And she goes, wait a minute. She looks around and realizes she's feeling the exact same way, even though she's not actually attracted to the guitarist this time. Okay. And she begins to realize that maybe, just maybe, she misplaced her attraction for what Carlos symbolized. And often in life, what we're attracted to isn't the people, but what they represent, whether that's confidence, whether that's beauty. You know, I wish I was beautiful. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like you name it. So often we misplace our attraction to things in life. We may not be attracted to the Elon Musk career, but maybe we like space. Mm. Who knows? But it's important that we keep that in mind when we're out there looking for things. And that's what I wanted to relate to. Like, now, granted, yeah, she was attractive. And and what was my real purpose? Yeah, why do I? Because we don't know that ourselves that well. We constantly think that we know ourselves, but we really don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. And the rule number one in my life is always know thyself. It's been important since the time of the Greeks. So I would, I wouldn't really have approached or spoken to any of these women in these scenarios unless I knew my real purpose. And I would have done it if I was like, this is my purpose. And the minute that you know yourself, other things start to happen by themselves, man. You'll be in circles and because you know who you are, Mm -hmm. knowing who you are is step one. The minute that you know who you are and where you're going, everything else starts to take care of itself. I want to say I'm, I might m- maybe be there, I you, think. And you could be. And you could be. Of but the only you can answer that. Yeah, yeah. And when you know who you are, then you know the type of people you want around you. Mm-hmm. And the only way for us to signal to others what we stand for, what we represent, is by being vocal and communicating. And if we're like, ah, look at that, styling, respect that. Yeah. Look at that, look at that pair of shoes or look at them glasses look at that haircut you 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 appreciate beauty in that sense or you see the book that she's reading like if if the the opportunity isn't clear yeah based on anything other than just the looks Mm -hmm. then maybe it is just carnal and if it is just carnal then it may be easier at a bar because all you have to do then is buy them a drink i think i think i I would uh, agree with that because they're they're are times where um, it's a little bit, the situation that presents itself is a lot easier uh, in the right environment. Again, this one, one was at a Starbucks. This one that I just mentioned recently was, you know, in front of a coffee shop where they're doing something already. And then that kind of, I guess, leads into a question I've always asked. And I think I might've mentioned it to you and Joe before, but like, when is, when is a good time or opportunity to ask someone out when they're working so or while they're while they're being active in something that they're clearly busy 
Yeah. And are only being nice and kind because that's their customer service right. responsibilities. Right. But, but love can happen anywhere. Yeah. And there's plenty of times where you see somebody working at a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken or a Popeye's and you're like, damn, you're fine as hell. And then you're like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. I mean, like, you know, I understand. You want to respect. And it's like, would I want somebody while I'm working? So you it know? depends on the chemistry. Yeah. 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 So for let's take this, let's take this, I don't know about Popeye's, but KFC, <laughs> but let's, but let's take yeah. this cafe incident for, for, for example. Well, I did do that at a Burger King. I did ask somebody <laughs> out in my car <laughs> in the drive-thru and I was like, fuck it. I have to do it. I spoke to Danny about this. Danny encouraged me. Thank you, Danny. He encouraged me to do it. And the next day I asked her out. Shout out to Danny. And she was like, no. <laughs> so, so you've got to, you've got to, you've got to be able to, to understand the chemistry taking place. So let's say, for example, what happened at the cafe, mm-hmm. if you're going back and forth and you really feel a connection, mm, yeah. it's not just you going, wow, I like her, but you, you feel that it's going back and forth. You go, Hey, I know you're at work and this is, this is probably, I could be out of line or misinterpreting anything, mm-hmm. but I'm having a uh, get together with friends. Would you like to come to that? That's different as opposed to, Hey, I know this is out of line and I'm probably misreading this, but would you like to come over back to my place sometime? Like, or would you like to, is that you, a little right, strong? right, right. Okay, or would you yeah, like to go get coffee yeah, sometime? Yeah. yeah. So it, it, I think the coffee line maybe played out too. I think, I think it has to, like it's cliche. Too yeah. Cliche but inviting home. someone yeah. to go meet your friends is different because now you want them to be a part of your life. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to just meeting for coffee. It's a hit or miss. But if you invite someone to meet your friends and be yeah. part of your life, that's different. Or you have a friend that just does all, skips all that and hooks you up. <laughs> I just, right. Yeah, and, and, really. and think about that. Yeah. That you, When you introduced me to the girl I'm seeing, I was at a place in my life where I wasn't even looking for any of that anymore. I was mm. focused on who I was becoming and what I was doing. Mm. And then that happened naturally. That happened because they said something that caused you to think of something and then do that. And and would you say it was the right environment? Like like saying me and the person at the bar and being able to do it there than rather than the right. Starbucks. It was a social it exactly. was a social yeah. interaction where the pretense is you're supposed to be social. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Whereas at a yes. bar, but like I said, lo- I believe love can happen anywhere or mm. or or whatever whatever amounts to your definition of love. I did have a moment and I, I maybe I, I fantasize too much about the way I'm supposed to, way I would like to meet somebody, but there was there has been some of those cheesy moments where Yeah, they're called I, meat cutes. Yeah. <laughs> meat cutes. Where I, I'm I'm bowling and then I don't even look to reach for my bowling ball and then I place my hand on her hand while she's on the same bowling ball and we look at each other. That actually did happen to me. But I was I was like in junior high or something like that. Yeah. But everybody behind was like, oh. Yeah, because if, like, if you're like, you know, 30 and yeah. you're still going bowling by yourself <laughs> and hoping to find love. That's a, <laughs> what are you trying to say, Philly? Nothing, nothing. I mean, that, you know, I don't know. <laughs> As I cry in my pillow tonight <laughs> next to my bowling ball. Well, it's tough, man, because yeah, that's why that's why online dating has become so popular because it is getting harder to understand social signals and, and why social is that? safety. Who, whose fault is that? Is that our fault for not understanding? Because we didn't have those dating right. stuff. Well, well, let's say it's partly per 90. men's fault because there are assholes out there who have clearly Lots. picked up on girls at their place of work mm-hmm. only to treat them like shit. Afterwards. And write books about it. Yeah. 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 Whereas, whereas it's tough being a nice guy in general. Also, I'll tell you why, because mm. if a guy is really, really, really nice, it yeah. can be interpreted as manipulation. Yeah. Oh, uh, manipulation. 
because you just meant like flirting. It no, just means it can like, okay. be interpreted as manipulation. Because why is the guy being so nice to me? Mm. Well, isn't, when most guys are assholes, isn't the conception that because they want to get laid, isn't that the right? So it's like you're only being nice to get laid. Right, right. Which if that was really true, I would have been getting laid for so long, no, so no, many no. times. The the thing is, because you're being so nice, the interpretation is wow. He clearly only wants to get laid. And then cut off. Be- and that's why most, that's, and that's why my argument, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. that's my argument is that well, that's why most women will go out with an asshole because at the very least the asshole is showing a side that isn't necessarily socially acceptable. And so she goes, well, if that's the worst of him, mm-hmm. I can make him better. Maybe, because at least there's some honesty there. Mm-hmm. But it's with a front. nice guy, you don't know it's hidden. You don't know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. So you've got to find that delicate balance between what you stand for and what you won't allow. And then be able to communicate that in that instant. The most important thing you could do is communicate yourself in a way where the women can have a lot of information available to her to make her decision. But if you're just some nice stranger, nice guy, and that's that, it is going to be kind of hard for her to create an evaluation that actually makes sense for her future in general. And that's where online comes in. And that's where online dating, you got photos, Instagram, you can see shit. And they can, and we can still technically lie on that. They can build a case as to why they probably should go with you as opposed to he said hi to me once at a cafe. However, if the attraction really is that strong, don't second guess your instinct. If you're going to be wrong, be strong. And I think that's why I reached out to that, uh, lady who works at the store by my old work with that i mentioned episode three the last oh, girl yeah, that yeah, yeah, right yeah. got that encouragement. yeah so yeah waiting yeah. waiting a long time can also be like a thing like i read somewhere that people know within seconds whether or not they'd sleep with you yeah i i know that too what was it like seven seconds a woman something can, like can something know like that you know and, and the thing is why is that or the I, don't, goal. I don't know the, and that for me that's like a, a if you weird want good company, like, how they find out do about you that? just want someone to sleep with that's the question isn't it because if that is the case i mean there's plenty of uh, but if you're looking for real connection yeah then be open to connection so my question is if i am just looking to get laid what are some of the places to go you know <laughs> do you know any uh <laughs> Massage parlors. I'm, slash I'm not that guy websites. that gets laid that much. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm not really like. And you know, I'm seeing you someone. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I'm I'm seeing someone now. So that's not really what I'm after. Mm. Um, but I've never, I've actually never been that guy that's out there after that either. Okay. I've had moments where I was like, maybe I should try this online dating thing, but it didn't work for me. Well, I thought I still haven't done it. I thought about that. I mentioned it. I think two or three times on this podcast. It's pretty I will valid do in it. today's world, Keenan. It really is. Violent, like no, it's I, pretty valid. Valid, valid. Oh, okay, yeah. Like it just, it just makes sense for the world we live in today, man. Well, I thought, I thought one of the main reasons why it's there is because a lot of the business people, business people, don't have time to really do that whole dating thing, so they go online, yeah, to cut through the. The, the, the red, red tape. Red tape. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, man, if you're just looking to get laid, the best way to do it is a bar. I think it's tried, true, proven. That's how people have done it for a long time. And that I had my opportunities and I turned them down because I felt weird. Yeah. Cause you they don't know were, who they are. They were, well, not only that, but they were, they were drunk. They've been drinking. If you, if I, I if you, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing. I know. And that was super. And it's like, I, I don't know. I don't so think it I seems can do that. like you don't yeah. know what exactly you want. Keenan, because be if, you, if you want connection, Take a fucking class, like some some adult education class, like I don't know, yoga, martial arts, uh, uh, racing, and cars, or 
those classes think whatever those classes will bring people who have an interest in things and in that in that common interest you can you can find the seed for building a relationship Mm -hmm. take an acting Mm -hmm. class uh, uh, whatever computer coding class whatever you're going to find people that you're interested in there because you guys already have something to start your conversation one main common interest right right and and from there you can actually develop a nice or join a co-working space there's plenty of people there you know what i mean you'll grab coffee you can you can shoot the shit there. if i can find the right right price on that uh because i know they're kind of expensive but i do agree with that idea there's one that does it like 10 days out of the month for like 200 bucks 100 bucks yeah, i can't i know <laughs> but i do agree with joining something because um uh it's how you meet people yeah well i, I kind of miss being a part of the 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 engineering community that i was at sf state i was like well what if i go back and join those kind of communities at uc northridge or something i like wish that. joe was here right now adult friendships are, are a weird thing. It's not like you, you're not in school anymore. I mean, why Joe? Because Joe's we've talked friends. To, no, because oh, no, okay. we've talked about this before. <laughs> oh, really? On this cast? No, no, a... no, never. Like, never a recorded line. But okay. Just him and I. Are, and, and, you know, the interesting thing about your friends who you've had for a long time will always see you as the person they've known you for so many years. But when you get new friends as adults, mm. they only know you as the person you are when, when they met you. And so they're going to treat you differently judge you differently until they learn otherwise obviously yeah, yeah but making friends as an adult is a little harder because you're no longer a part of school mm-hmm. you know you've grown up you've been broken hearted you've you've been jaded you've there are things that have been happening uh you've your money is different than it used to be uh your interests are different than they used to be so all kinds of factors come into play you know mm-hmm. some women are crunched for time and they want to have a kid that comes into play some men decided they don't want to have kids anymore. Like some women have decided they don't want to have kids anymore. There's so many things that happen by the time you're an adult that are good and bad for friendships Mm. because now you come into a situation with like fundamental non-negotiables Okay. and you're no longer in school. So making friends by chance isn't a thing anymore (laughs) unless you're out actively out going to bars and shit. Yes. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have I tried it, yeah. but I can't make friends at a bar. It, uh, well, you, you want me to go through the five steps of making friends at a bar with Keenan? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not necessarily that, that, yeah, yeah. that I don't know how to strike up the conversations. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So much as I I don't think I have any interest in meeting people there. Oh, okay. Because well, they're drunk, and, and yeah, I don't drink. And for me, I do make I do make quite some. I even made friends at a yeah, strip you've got, club. You've got, you've got so many friends. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. Well, I, I missed the days where I had too many friends, where every day somebody was doing something, and I was never bored. But um, sometimes being bored is nice. Uh, there's so there's an totally opportunity amazing. to being alone that most people overlook, mm. especially people who are extroverted like us. We tend to be very people oriented when we're around people. We're concerned about how can we create the best experience? How can we make sure the vibes are right? Mm. But then when we're by ourselves, we don't know how to do that for ourselves. And it's important. Yeah. And, 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 and I say this needing to take the advice too. When alone, you are never more aware of who you truly are. What do you do when you're alone? Do you, do you think? So, do you meditate? So do that's you... why people go into Netflix, video games. Yeah. To take their mind off of it. And if you were to just exploit that opportunity and write about what you're thinking to really get to know yourself and build a relationship with yourself, it will make you a better and more prepared person for truly building a connection with someone else. Because it's like that old saying, uh, and I don't believe in conventional wisdom a lot, but I do think there's something to this. How can you expect someone to love you when you haven't truly learned to love yourself? 
Okay. I, I mean, deep, I, I need to take the, I need to take yeah, the yeah, advice you, myself. Yeah, stunned, feeling that I'm all speechless. Like, ooh, 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 <laughs> I need some notes over here. No, no. It, like I was telling you before we started recording last night, I sort of think when I, well, no, I even brought it up here. I did the Pokemon thing and the Pokemon. That's right. And I was in an existential crisis. And I was that's like, right. I was like, how, how way to bring it back, Philly. Yeah. That's nice. How can I be truly happy if everything goes my way? And the thing is, do I even really know what I want? Or do you want, yeah, like, do you want everything to go your way? Because a lot of things in my life haven't gone my way. I thought I was going to be in music mm -hmm. and most of my friends and I just stopped communicating. We mm -hmm. just, it's not even that we ran into problems. We just didn't communicate anymore. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much any project I business wise or work wise that I've tried hasn't gone anywhere. Now I haven't lost anything because I learned a lot. Okay. But like it hasn't gone my way. And I thought that was bad. But then I play a video game and I break all the rules and break open the matrix and get everything I wanted. And I was just as unhappy. And now I can see why people commit suicide when they make all this money and get, mm. you know what I mean? When things start going. When they're, yeah. When, but that's. Because it's not real. And it's based. Uh, I feel like those are based on perspective, too, because you're not in that position of where they are at. Right. Because there are a lot of wealthy people or famous people who are sad and depressed. And it's like, why are you sad and depressed? You're famous. And you have money and all that stuff. But it, it, I think it's very hard. I mean, we can try. Yeah. I feel like it's very hard to put ourselves in that kind of shoes unless we are experiencing it and ourselves it's clearly, to make that assessment. Um, yeah. And it's clearly, it's pretty obvious from this conversation that the solutions aren't external. They're yeah. internal. Well, or is there really a solution at all? I mean, can... Do, can Right. Is is yeah. there is there is does it make any sense to have something static as opposed to clearly life is dynamic and we need right. to have moments where things go our way and where things don't go our yeah, way. Yeah, you don't and yeah. that balance. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the the yin and the yang. Right? It's actually there's a funny joke, a buddy of mine, I forget. Someone told me one time, no matter what conversation you're having at a bar, mm -hmm. anywhere you if you say these words, people will agree with you. Oh yeah. It's all about finding the right balance. Say that anywhere and watch Everybody what happens. Say, yeah, Try sure. it. Watch what happens. <laughs> okay. No matter what's going on in life, people will agree. Wow. I will have to try that. I, I want to see if there's anybody who would go, no, you're full of shit, man. I'll be <laughs> like, are you listening is. to anything blah, 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 at all? Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. I'm telling you, when you it's wait for the right a, moment a, and uh, you go, it's all about finding the right balance. Finding the right balance. And I've heard that in bars and clubs from people. And I do recall my going, you know, doing my hand over my, my chin. And, and going, agreeing. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because nobody wants to nobody wants to deny that balance is a is a natural part of the universe. Who would do that? Is it somebody who's like eagerly focused and determined? One shot goes like no. It well, is entrepreneurs this. seem to think that whenever you do anything in disproportionate amounts, you will get in return disproportionate amounts. Yeah. So if you disproportionately are laid back and not working as hard, you will get disproportionate results in that direction. Whereas if you disproportionately go out and you work your ass off and you spend more time doing that, chances are that you will get disproportionate results in return, disproportionate amount of cash, disproportionate amount of connections, right. right? And then it comes down to how long can you carry that disproportion before you've teetered the balance over too far? Okay. Right? I mean, yeah. this is pretty abstract shit we're talking about. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely making me going, I, I, should, I need a pin and a pad. And getting this down, Philly's Philly's nomics. It's, 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I did write that book uh, a while back. I mean, I'm giving a, a quick shout You're out. You're the to only Phyllis, one that's read Phyllis those author. books, Kenan. Um, 
Billy is my uh, is my guru here in Los Angeles. And, and you know what's funny is this is the first time it's being recorded because when Joe's here, it's a different experience, right? When we have yeah. all the people here, it's a different experience. Oh, I've, yeah, and I well, yeah, that is hundred percent true because I feel with Joe as people you've listened and you heard me uh, talk mess to Joe. With, yeah. I mess around with Joe. I say a lot of dirty stuff, a lot of racist stuff, a lot of sexist stuff, a lot of isis stuff around joe because that's how me and joe talk when we're not on the mic because you guys have known each other since you were yeah kids, and we're riffing where around talked about that shit exactly and, and and our friendship started a little later in life and and most of our conversations as dirty as we can get occasionally sure sure tends to lead towards more philosophical and psychological stuff which is what i need in my life and then uh so you're saying you don't need Joe. No, don't. <laughs> we don't need you on the podcast Joe, anymore. So you ain't shit. <laughs> no, no, we love you, Joe. Hi, boo boo. <laughs> what does he do? And he like squints his eyes and put his yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't interpret Joe's voice. I can try and go as low as I can, but then I have to put my hands over my mouth. Get <laughs> <laughs> a weird. But that's uh, two though. That's like Shacklow. Um, do you want to try and see if so we, we're, well, we're about to, play- to finish this already? I mean, uh, it's two hours. Remember? So damn, we're, it's we're been like two hours. Away. Yeah, I know we talked about some good stuff towards the end. Yeah, Find, you know, some shit talk in the beginning. Holy shit! Yeah, hold on, it- let me see what time is it. Alexa, activate night clock app. That'll be funny if she's like, "What you want?" It's not on. What the hell? <laughs> Alexa's not working. Hey, Alexa. Wake the fuck night up. Night clock app. <laughs> wow. You I guess like, I, I bought this Kindle Fire tablet, and it's <laughs> it's not responding to my commands. She developed a personality. You can't talk to her like that. Yeah. I've got to respect her authority. <laughs> she needs consent first before you can actually Yeah, do I don't know what's tell going her to on. Do something. I, I think I'm going to have to check that out. You, but, maybe uh, you're not pushing the right buttons. Oh. Hey, well, it is six, though. So it's it 6 is 6 6 p.m. That's 6 like, which is good. It's early, which means it gives me time to edit this. You know, yes. before. <laughs> Philly does a lot of work, ladies and gentlemen, to make sure the podcast comes out perfect and pristine for your pleasure. Please do not delete the first five minutes of us. Like, oh, you, you want all that? Uh, yeah. I get all that stupid stuff. It's great. I okay. like it. Okay. I'll keep it raw. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll go in with no Vaseline. No pass. Uh, so I guess this, since this is the closer. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to thank uh, everybody who sent in uh, information good or bad whether or not i can take it or not just send it anyway and you know what a lot of people on instagram did uh give me a shout give us a shout give me, gave yeah, us a, give us a shout out <laughs> give us a shout out and they said they yeah. were pretty excited about the podcast so i want to take this time to thank them too yes thank they know you everyone are. uh i yes i truly appreciate thank you philly thank you joe hey boo boo and uh, uh, was the, the last thing is the um, oh the soapbox soapbox yeah, yeah 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 you have something you want to say Keenan? I did and I sadly I wrote all the stuff I wanted to talk about um in the car but I'll leave it with something as the usual dirty Keenan that I am okay I okay but the nasty the way I talk so the perv Keenan right. the pervy Keenan and the way he thinks and it's just thoughts it's not I don't act on a lot of this stuff but um the one thing that I thought about. That I was gonna ask is a uh it's not on the sure for soapbox, but I was thinking about what would ha what it's like or what would happen if you had uh a callus on your P tip. <laughs> and, and I know Philly's right. looking at me like, oh yeah, he's gonna talk about that shit. 
I'm not sure that's really a. That's always a <laughs> I don't think that's I, a soapbox stop, man. This but is a moment to let the people know what you think and what you and, stand and for. And that's what I think. I think. I think some weird, stupid stuff when I'm just walking down the street. Like, ooh, would it hurt? Can my dick grow? Would it pull back skin? Can I play the guitar with it? Since it's, <laughs> it's callousy. But um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. <laughs> so how do we move forward with that? I don't know. Well, um, well, the one thing I would like to say as my soapbox for the show, and it's not a discredit, is we should definitely bring up the soapbox stuff of the past to discuss as topics. Because you did nine. This is episode ten, right? Right, and there's like, have we made progress? On yeah, because we didn't talk about, or you guys didn't go over a lot of the soapbox talk since episode one. I don't. Think. I don't even remember what they are, to be honest. Well, with I'll. Do my due diligence as your new producer, <laughs> right, right, and write a list of what those were because those were some good subjects in your previous podcast. Really? So those would be great to go over and find out. Yeah, man, I have I have a habit of uh, I think I need to like I need to hire a personal assistant. I have a habit of like think of how many times we've spoken mm-hmm. and when we met up and there have just been conversations we've had that were crazy. And mm-hmm. then I don't remember a damn thing about them. Like for the most part, because I'm always bringing in new information. Uh, I mean, look, yeah. at, look at the books that, that I have here. You know That's what I mean? Some good books. Um, as a reader. And, and what I will say, my soapbox for this is okay. if you don't read, <sighs> um, it's okay. Just, just know this, that a teacher of mine once told me those who can read, but don't have no advantage over those who can't. That's right. I remember hearing that. And, it's not that you have to read a book if you're not, because not everybody is good visually. Not everybody's a visual learner. It's Mark Twain, wasn't it? Some people are audio learners. There, there's audio books. Some people just need a movie to tell them what it is because books just don't seem to do it. You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. What I will say is this. There's a different part of the brain that's activated when you're, and it's not even that you're reading. It doesn't even matter what you're reading so much as it's, it's, it's material that isn't complete entertainment because there's a degree of concentration that you begin to develop. And if there's anything that we need more and more these days, it's the ability to concentrate because that's what gets in the way of helping us achieve our dreams and goals and desires these days is we don't, we can't concentrate. Mm. We're switching from one app to the next one activity to the next. We tell our friends, okay. And then we realize we didn't agree to that. And this, this, and this, and this, we have such a small ability to concentrate these days that it's important at any time that we set aside to just focus. And that's why it's like, that's so why I read a lot of self-help books. It's not even for the self-help. Mm. It's for the headiness okay. of the material that focuses me and forces me to concentrate. That's really all it is. Mm. We, if you develop your concentration, sit back and watch how much your life will change. Nice. All right. All right. Awesome. Ooh, can you do your cool music beatbox? Or I want to add to it. You got excited. You're like, oh God, it's working. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you know you're being a bass, a synth bass? <laughs> I'm trying. I was like getting my voice low and since episode three, and I've been practicing my throat exercises. <laughs> I can help you with that, Kenan. <laughs> And on that note, and I have callus on my pizza. <laughs> on that note, we're out, ladies and gents. Ladies, I hope all goes episode. well. Hey. Hey.